So what you're about to hear is uh, the new Look Upside podcast. A few extra cast members uh, in this one, including myself, who will uh, intro ourselves in a second. But in short, what the reasoning behind this podcast we all got together, uh, we thought was, I think Jules nails this uh, best when he says, happiness can change your life, uh, even save one. And it's about spreading that good energy and talking about things uh, we believe that mattered. And a space where everyone's welcome. Uh, we want to create a tribe and have everybody come on in and be a part of it. Uh, in particular, though, this uh, podcast episode, we talk about the seven human needs uh, that causes pain and suffering or happiness and fulfillment, what yours are and how to use them to find happiness in your life. Uh, it's very real. It's, uh, it's unedited. It's raw. It's not slick, but uh, it's deliberately like that because it's genuine. It's honest. And we believe the message is important. And we really hope you get something out of it. But without further ado, let's get into it. The Upside Podcast. Your stream to happiness. Welcome to the very first Upside Podcast uh, with Happiness Co. Julian Pace, co-founder and CEO, he's with us. Uh, we've got the Happiness Co. movement gang, Robbie Fig. Hello. Hello. How are we? Cassie. <laughs> I'm good, thank you. Cassie Silver. Hello. Howdy. Just trying to match your tone. I'm up here, guys. <laughs> and myself, uh, Ross Foreman. Great to be here, guys. I guess we should start with is uh, why we're doing this. 100%. Uh, good to have the gang back in the studio. Welcome, Cassie and... Uh, Welcome, Roscoe. Good to be here. That's Great new, to be here. That's your nickname, Roscoe. Roscoe, you can call me whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. And then buy me a drink. Yeah. Vodka lime soda. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, well, why are we doing the Upside Podcast? Uh, so many reasons, but more importantly, probably uh, an avenue for people to seek support, help, and, and tools to overcome challenges in their life uh, in a safe space where mm. they don't have to be seen. And I think one of the, the, the hard things for people is to to know where to go for help, number one, but two, the fear of judgment is such a big part of why people don't seek help. So I think a, a place where people can tap in and, and check in on their phone and get some really solid advice and some tools to help. And hanging out with you guys, um, you've, you've created a safe space for me. I'm just the normal type of guy and that, you know, you're, you're not meant to talk about certain things or there's not the forum to talk about that with your lads. Um, but you guys have given me that space to talk up and stuff like that. And I guess that's what we want to do with the people listening, saying, hey, you can come to us and talk about whatever you want. We're, we're part of this tribe. We're, we're there for each other. Absolutely. It's a movement. And I think the power is in the movement. And uh, I said before, you know, without getting to Oprah about it. You no, get look, Oprah. I'm going to get mad, Oprah. But no cars, as our producer Steph said. We're not giving away cars yet. Hey, That's Steph. Go full Howdy, Oprah. Steph. Yell hey, in the Steph. background so they can hear you. I love your extra jacket. <laughs> okay. That's it's uh, uh, audio medium, Robbie. Oh, sorry, mate. Um, it's beautiful. And I'm going to describe it. It's kind of camel colored. <laughs> move on oh, sorry, that. Yeah, You're going sorry. Oprah. It looks like the inside of an Ugg boot. That's it a good does. Don't that is fantastic. It does look like the inside of Very descriptive, though, Cassie. Thank you. <laughs> you should work painting a picture, yeah. Yeah, oh. thanks, Cass. Uh, what we do with the movement is really important to me. I've only been here for five or six months now at Happiness Co. Um, but working in a corporate space and seeing the difference it made in the individual space first and seeing that social proof, if you like, mm -hmm. it's all about being together. We have a hashtag, which is Together We Can, uh, trademarked. Um, and that's important to us because everything we do involves other people. And I mean, if you're in a 21 Day Happiness Challenge uh, program, for example, you have a mentor who's an ambassador who's been there through the program before, understands the content. Um, and then, yeah, with that, long story short, everything is with support. Yeah, gotcha. And Cassie, you, how did you get drawn into, into all of this? Um, I actually have known Jules for a very long time. And Sorry to hear that. 
<laughs> Lucky you. <laughs> but Lucky you. as an ex-TT Channel 7 journo, not dropping that in there, but I did a story with Julian when he first launched Happiness Co. TT? And so, uh, and he actually said to me one day I'd end up working for him. And there now he's go. holding me to that. So had to get on board. Uh, Have you got Stockholm Syndrome? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like, as he said, it's, it's, uh, it's not just a, um, a company that's raising awareness. It's those words like tribe, it's campaign, crusade, and it's something I just, you know, had to get on board. Yeah. So. Well, on board for the same reason. Just before we get into what we're going to talk about, which is the human needs, Jules. Steph, can you make sure it's still rolling? Because I clicked one button. I'll be really frustrated if I'd stopped recording. (laughs) Oh, it's still going? We're good? Hey, check your watch, mate. It's amateur hour. Okay. We're in new studios. Thank you very much to (laughs) ECU for lending them to us. But I'm not familiar. We're good? We're going still quickly. Bloody great producing there, Steph. Um, All right, Jules. So... We want to talk about human needs, and by we, mainly you, because you're going to educate most of us, myself at least, about uh, the importance and what they are and some of the things around that. Yeah, 100%. And I think that that gives some contrast to the human needs and I guess why I I teach them and why I'm experienced and understanding them really well. I think awareness precedes change, but application applies the opportunity to get better uh, or overcome our challenges. And, And where it all started for me personally was I lost my father to suicide when I was 21. Um, my 21st birthday. So some people that follow Happiness Co already know that and some people listening for the first time will find this out tonight. But, you know, it really changes you as a, as a young man, uh, how you see people, how you see your life, how you see the world. And it really it does affect the way you understand and I guess go after your own needs, which mm-hmm. is what do you want as a person? Uh, and when things get taken from you, uh, it's really hard. And in life, things get taken from us all the time, but we only learn that when we start losing stuff. And then a few years later, I asked my best friend and my, and my cousin to suicide as well. So three and three. And um, that's where my w- world and life really changed. Uh, and this is why these human needs are really important because to people that are going through not only hardship, but heartache, uh, it's really hard to be able to put it back together again. Um, and these tools, these human needs are, are simple, but they're powerful when you are running so low on self-worth, self-love, and, and maybe the answer is to be able to f- find the tools to fill the bucket again. And, and this is really good because you probably not going to nail it the first time because when you're in a really low state when you first lost your father um you're not going to be like all right what are the five human needs so i can i can make this a good experience because i know yourself what happened after you kind of ran off or off the grid a little bit and went worse for wear yeah, the, 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 you talk about going off the rails, I went completely off them. You know, I hated the person I became. Like for so many days, I remember waking up and hating the person I became. And maybe people listening to this right now have had that experience or are going through it. When you wake up in the morning, you look at yourself in the mirror and you literally have no idea who you are anymore and you hate the person looking back at you. And that was my life. I'm not a religious person, but I used to go to bed every single night and pray I didn't have to wake up because mm. uh, the pain was so gut-wrenching. And it's hard to explain to people that haven't gone through it, but a broken heart at that kind of magnitude of losing someone you love and without being able to ask all the questions like, is he proud of me? Does he love me? Um, he'll never see my kids. He's never going to see me get married. Did I do enough? Yeah. Why didn't I notice? These things can, can haunt your dreams for many years. Quick question for you, mate. What, why happiness? Why not um, mental health? Why not all these sort of words that are out there at the moment? What is it about happiness that drew you to using that as a brand? Yeah, it's, it's incredibly powerful to what we do here. And, and the reason why is people always ask me, did my dad 
you know, kill himself or take his own life uh, because he was depressed. And I say it ended at depression, but it started all the way up here at unhappiness. And mm. I saw it and I just thought if I had the tools back then, maybe I could have changed it. Um, and I saw the downturn, you know, in his relationships, in his health, in his wealth, in his career and, him, and himself. I could see the change, the isolation, the abandonment, the avoidance, the recklessness. So that's why happiness is really important. And, and I remember when I started putting my life back together again and people was like, how did you make your life what it is today? Like, how did you make your life better? And I said, it wasn't about making my life better. It was about waking up every single day about choosing this day, the one we're in right now and working on how can I make this day better than the one before. Yeah. Because when you started to hate your own life and everyone in it and feel like you're a victim because you, know, you blame and you justify and you complain, which I did. I want to do this work on this day. Yeah. Not too far ahead, but just this day. And I, I remember thinking, I was happy once. And I didn't really mm. know what happiness was, but I thought I was happy once when that's before he died. So if I was happy once, then maybe there was hope and possibility of me to find it again. So what would you say to you when you first went through this? So as in like you now, talking about to you or anybody in that really crappy time, what would you say with the knowledge you have now? Vulnerability is strength. And that the only way we can truly find strength in ourselves is to be able to be open about what we talk about and what we share. Like I was so ashamed of what happened. I couldn't even talk to people about it because I thought that, you know, if my dad died because he committed suicide or the word committed is wrong but took his own life, then maybe I'm sick and maybe people would judge me because maybe I'm not strong. And I, I was so ashamed of his behavior. And before I knew it, I hated him before making the choice. And, you know, for a long period of my life, or all my life, it was my role model. Imagine someone that was your role model for so many reasons and then you decide to hate him instead. And yeah. then ultimately not even hate him, actually tried to pretend he didn't even exist. Yeah. So with the five human needs, perhaps let's go through them firstly. Let's rattle them off. Let's go through them. Why don't you have a guess, Ross? Oh, God. Well, I know shelter's surely one of them, right? Shelter? <laughs> shelter? No. That's, that's not- the first thing you think of. You would think of food, water, shelter. No, this is going a little deeper than that. Okay. How do we get to five Xbox, human needs? We lost by the way. one. I think there's actually... Is it Xbox? Xbox. Your dog? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Sammy. These guys are getting rid of your human needs. It's actually oh, is seven. Is it Annabelle? <laughs> there's seven. Seven human needs. We went from six to five. There's yeah. seven human needs. I... There was a list that Cassie had a crack at. Let's have a listen to Cassie's guess at least. Okay. Look, I'm new here, so I'm still all right. learning. Now we're all new. Okay, That's certainty. Excuses. Just give me a ding if I get it correct. That sound, I'll, I'll ding! Give, I don't know, but I'd say that sounds good. Can we add sound effects in? Variety. Variety. Ding. Jules giving you the okay there. Significance. You can say ding, Jules. Ding. Yep. He's gone mute. Love. Yep. <laughs> Growth. Ding. Yep. Contribution. Yep. Ding. And shelter. Yep. <laughs> Ross goes in. I, I was confused. I, no. I, I listened to a podcast once about Mao or something. They had these other human Chairman Mao. For, no, forget it. I'll, I'll research what that was a right little bit now. later. <laughs> Jules, run us through the important ones. I'm sure they're all important in their they're own all, way. They're all important. Well, there, was, there was six things there. There was seven. There's one that's missing, and I'll go through it in a second. But there's seven human needs that really drive us as a person. And we will meet our needs in good ways or bad ways. There's two things in life that will make us change, pain or pleasure. Yeah. Very, very simple. You apply enough pain to someone's life, and they'll have to change, you apply enough pleasure, they want to change. And most people sit in the middle, which is not really too bad, but it's not too great, so I never change. I sit in this limbo land. Think about relationships. I'm not so miserable that I hate it, so I'll stay, but I'm not so happy and I can't see something, the grass is greener, so I won't leave. And we sit in this space. That's where certainty comes from. So certainty, variety, significance, connection was the one. Connection. Connection. Yeah. Um, Growth and contribution and love. We just broke the new desks here at ECU. Yeah, you were. And I think they're really a powerful part of human needs, and we'll unpack these in a second. 
Powerful. Impowerful. 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 Is that a thing? Uh, Another word is created. It's, uh, it's out there with scapability and whatever you said before this podcast. Impowerful. No, he's just saying it implodes with power. It's exactly. impowerful. Uh, whose side are you he on? He needs honestly. support. Come on. Thank he you, does. Go. You're right. I got you back. And, and the key for this is what we focus on expands. So what we think about, we truly become. And when we use the human needs to focus on being more as a person and being empowered again, we can actually realize that we can overcome our challenges. So number one, the need for certainty. Mm-hmm. So what would that mean to someone like yourself? So your job, yeah. your girlfriend. Yeah, you need like well, a lot of people. You need, I mean, the job, the money, uh, your, yeah, your partner. You want to be loved and all that stuff. And knowing you get that back, um, yeah, you can read it aloud. Feel free. No, so that's all right. Cassie's just said we should ask you why people neglect certain human needs. Because we had we had a we had the ball, the man enough movement ball um, had some really funky stuff in the in the lobby, and there were jars with me? coins, and um, he was there. Yeah, but there were there were jars with coins, and you had to go and pick what you thought was was the most important or the most vital human need. And, okay. and the results were amazing because everyone's throwing coins everywhere, and by the end of the night, so they're in buckets, right? They're and you're in choosing buckets. What yeah. Where would you put your coin? And I'm there going, nah, that one's going to win. And it was actually amazing to know which one lost 100 percent and which one won. So Jules, I just thought, you know, what what would you think would be the most important or the one we neglect was, the most. Okay. was uh the most important i would say is was connection one yeah connection, connection one. i'd say connection yeah why well for me i just think that's uh the why we're here to connect mm-hmm. with each other and that's the most important tangible thing everything else just falls away mm-hmm. in comparison to human connection that's hence why i'm point. sitting here across from you guys right now that's a bloody yeah, good answer. connection was number one and and the thing that caused the greatest unhappiness in people's lives was expectation yeah and uh theodore roosevelt said you know um that comparison is the thief of all joy. And the crazy thing about that statement, he was a 26th president, I think, of the US, uh, United mm-hmm. States. I'm going to say yes. Great yes. facts, by the way. Hey. You can just get uh, out of nowhere. man. <laughs> that uh, now is actually scientific proof that backs up that theory, which is incredible if you think about it, how people live their lives through comparison. And when yeah. you live your life through these filters, you become very lonely, very sad, very quick. And it's, it's, it's ego-driven as well. I mean, you, you're at the traffic lights, someone pulls up with a better car. You know it's insignificant, but you're still going to be like, oh, he's got a nice car. Exactly, I want that car or why I'm not happy with my car. And there's a fundamental flaw in the human DNA, which is we don't appreciate what we have. Uh, we get something and it's like a shiny object syndrome or shiny booty syndrome. So we're just having a shout Steph out to the chair and the background. Steph just no, producer right. Steph, she did so good just, with adjusting the levels. We're just trying to have a high quality conversation, that's fine. You just fall over. <laughs> but, uh, you know... He's okay. <laughs> Gravity Sh- sucks. We're never going to be coming back here again. Never. <laughs> We've been kicked We're out. Kicked out you hit the desk first. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll run through these human needs quickly so people have some more substance. So certainty, variety, uh, significance, connection, growth, and contribution, and then love. So in terms of um, how they relate, well, obviously we'll go through that later, but why, why is love and connection different and stuff like that? Like there's that sort of question that comes up in my mind mm. every time we talk about these. And I know we'll go through them, but... Why Why these seven words? Yeah, and that's why they're called needs because we don't want their needs. The, the fundamental thing that we're looking for here is to be seen. We all want to be validated in this crazy thing that we call life. Validation yeah. is everything that we look for and it's good and bad. But if we understand what it is that drives our needs, but more importantly, what we can do to fill our own buckets with these needs, how you provide your own certainty, your own variety, your own connection, your own significance, your own love and growth and contribution. Once you realize that you're more in control of your own happiness than you think, and we know this by the neuroscience, right? So 50% genetics, 10% circumstance, and 40% is what you choose to think and feel every single day. Mm-hmm. On average, we have 60,000 thoughts and we make about 30,000 decisions a day. 
And it's about making people focus on their human needs and how can I make better decisions around these today. 60,000 is enough to write a book. That is a lot. A great man once said that. Who did? did? Old mate over here. (laughs) Okay, gotcha. (laughs) Well, on the the book concept though, I say, imagine what your book would say about you, Ross. Would it be a horror, a drama, a rom-com, a Fifty Shades of Ross? What would it be like? I'd hope hope a (laughs) rom-com. Is that or a Mills and Boone book? A Mills and Robbie. Boone. <laughs> Rob, Robbie's would be a rom com too. Might be a rom com, but more <laughs> no. com than rom. Who's uh, starring your one? Is it? Uh, uh, it'd be Who's uh, that? Emma Stone. Who's the guy you always call him? You call me Danny DeVito. Danny, Danny, Danny DeVito. Clearly Danny DeVito in his film. Yeah. I plan to get through this whole series of the podcast without mentioning me and Danny DeVito. But you're the so. good looking version of Danny DeVito if you were twins. Anyone's a better looking version. No, no offence, oh. Danny, if you're listening. <laughs> My little mate, as we call him. Oh, My yeah, we can, ta- we can tell My little mate. Uh, perhaps, Jules, um, we can go over some of the, the seven needs and what's the way you can like practically or people listening can practically, you know, apply, say, uh, one of the needs in their everyday life in a positive way? Yeah. So let's define them. So, so obviously certainty is certainty. That's having um, something stable and everything like that. Variety? Variety. So the greatest way to – you need a need for certainty, right? You need to know that you're going to be in this building right now and the roof's not going to fall down. That's mm. certainty. You need to know that you've got a job every single week and you get packed. But variety is really powerful because variety is the spice of life. If we woke up every single day and it was Groundhog Day, you'd get bored. Yeah. If I was to tell you how your life is going to pan out, you'd be like, well, what's the point? Yeah. There's a, there's a real beauty in not knowing what happens next. Spontaneity. Spontaneity. And, and, I just want to be more spontaneous. And serendipity, which is my favorite word. It's a great word. Great word. But the greatest way to great give an example too. right now of, of certainty versus variety, I'm going to throw this to you guys. So have you guys watched a movie more than once before? Oh, hell yes. Roscoe? Step Brothers. That's a good one. All right, we'll go to Ross. We'll go, uh, oh, we'll no, go, go to Rob first. Yeah. Rob, what's yours? Step Brothers. Step Brothers. Great, great movie. Solid. Uh, Law Abiding Citizen. Great what? movie. What? Obsessed. Just kill everybody. What? Yep. Who's never. Who's in Law Abiding Citizen? Um, Jared Butler. And he of goes all loopy and, and he's locked up. And, and yeah. Jamie Lee Fox. Yep. Yep. Jamie Lee Fox. Is that him? No, that's no. not a person. Yeah. 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 That's the guy. Yeah. Jamie Fox yeah. or Jamie Lee Curtis? Jamie Fox. That's Jamie, Jamie Lee Fox. Fox. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, Jamie, Jamie Lee Fox. That's his full name. Roscoe, yours? Uh, yeah, I've, I, I do it all the time. Um, but Lion King, probably more, a lot. Like Love seven, King. eight. I wasn't expecting nine, that. Not expecting <laughs> Lion King. Come on, that is just No, like, I, do, like, I don't disagree my, with that. It's my childhood. It. And it's just, you watch it as an adult and you just... Let go, man. Are you, are you, are you, <laughs> Mufasa's are you, gone. Oh, my daughter. Yeah, have you seen Lion King two and a half? No, no, nah, nah, you don't go don't, to those yeah, ones. Are you like, fat shaming him? Yeah, what? you're fat shaming Ross right now. How does that? That's it's a plot. That's not a thing. That's a thing now. Steph. Favorite movie that I watched the time? Yeah, the one you watch more than yell once. Yell the answer, please. Focus. Focus, Focus. with Will Smith. Ooh. That's yeah. re- relatively new. Yeah, that is. So, all right, so I'm I and these guys we're all watching rewatching movies. Why? And the reason why, so, so he just cer- wanted to know what movie certainty, you want to go watch later. Yeah. Certainty is that you know it's a good movie. Yeah, exa- That's why you watch yeah, it. Yeah. So you're certain that if I'm going to yeah. watch this again, spend two hours watching it's it. It's a sure thing. Sure th- mm. I mean, it's a sure bet. Yeah. But variety enough to know that you don't remember every single thing about the movie. So think about when you watch Step Brothers. Like, oh, that's what he said again. I love that line. And I Ross- reckon I could quote almost. Yep. Word yeah, word. we're not going to challenge you because they'll take far too long. And okay. he comes in the office after he watches the movie. He starts using the lines from the movie the next week. So yeah. for the whole week. So that's certainty versus variety. And I say, get a life, people. You already know the movie's good try something different <laughs> yeah so certainty versus variety the next one is significance and mm-hmm. this one's a really big one for people which is the hit of dopamine when someone says like on your photo yeah, this the, dangerous one isn't it the dangerous one the need to feel that you matter yeah and this is where i see people get very very lost the, the world of comparison and expectation mm-hmm. which is to be enough so i need to make sure that ross and and cass and and robbie and, and steph all think i i matter because mm-hmm. if i matter that means i'm important if i'm important that means i've i'm significant yeah and Can you I, give us that analogy about the well, by the way, because that's the best one I've heard 
for yeah. me in terms of the dopamine world. About the dopamine. So how dopamine is a use it or lose it philosophy. And most people don't know this. So the happier you are in your younger life, the more happy you are as you age. So think about a well. So if you're going to a well um, every single day and yeah. pumping the water, uh, you'd have more access. If you were only going to the well once a week or every few weeks, it'd be very hard because the output, so the input to get the water would be much harder. Mm. So think about the day of the week right now that people really pump their dopamine well. What day do you think it is? Friday. 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 Weekend. What do we, what do we call it? Yeah, uh, Friday. Friday. <laughs> Thank God it's Friday. Only 12-year-old girls call it Friday. Well, all right. Hashtag <laughs> TGIF. TGIF. Yeah, the weekend's here, you know, Ticket. Friday. So what happens o'clock. is every single pe- person I see, especially Gen Y and millennials, they run to the, the dopamine well, which is where happiness lives, right? So happiness lives in pleasure. So dopamine lives in pleasure and it also lives in happiness. So dopamine is created through pleasure and also by design. Mm-hmm. So people run to the well and they pump it, pump it, pump it, and they like they get their hit of dopamine, like, yes, I'm happy. It's actually not happiness. It fades just as quick as you get it. Mm. Dopamine is created by happiness by going to the well every single day, which is the power of choice, okay. which is what can I do today to pump a little bit. And what would be like just uh, you know a more healthier way to get that small dopamine fix rather than say, you know, uh, you're getting for the likes on Facebook or something that's, uh, you know, a little more destructive than constructive in the long term. I could sell you some dopamine if you're looking at <laughs> I'll look at a bite <laughs> dopamine <laughs> off you. Just don't drink on Friday night. Drink every day. Oh, yes. <laughs> Jesse drinks in the morning. Absolutely not the message, everyone. <laughs> the, wheel's, the wheel's always full. Put your wine down for a second. <laughs> yeah, it's not actual or wine well. <laughs> yeah, she's like, cool you, when you, does this well have wine in it? That's the whole thing she was thinking Triple about. Jesus. So the one thing that the, the quickest thing to do to practice something that's going to create really positive dopamine in your life is gratitude there is a direct yes. link between gratitude and happiness yeah. so when you focus on what you have not what you want so for everyone listening if you could spend only five minutes a week just focusing on what you have a warm shower a, a loving partner a job you know food and, 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 and a place a family these things matter when you can know what you have and you, it matters it takes away the focus of what you want and when you focus on what you want it robs you of dopamine because it's always about having more hmm. and that's a very slippery slope very quick and it could be something as simple as first thing in the morning when you wake up uh, it's I've done it with I do it with my fiance we right, what's three things where you know uh, grateful for and it is stuff as simple as like you force yourself to do it and you, you're trying to forge those neural pathways but you know stuff like is you, you don't even think about it but we can just go to the tap to get a glass of water you know yeah. it's that simple but that and you don't think twice about it do you but Unless like you go to Bali imagine <laughs> If you are, um, you just have to keep your mouth closed in the shower. Yeah, exactly. It's not barley <laughs> water, but like, if we didn't have access to that, or we didn't have the convenience of that, like, how much would we truly be grateful for just that bit of water? Yeah. Or, or I mean, it can be anything. Is well, is it Oprah that started gratitude, or is that where you read? Well, she, well Oprah talks about it a lot, yeah. and I think we can all agree that Oprah has had a pretty challenging life, mm. and we all have our own story. And I, you know, it's not about so much the story; it's about the meaning. And change the meaning, change your life. And, you know, like the simple example is my meaning used to be my dad left me and I hated him for it. That was the meaning. And that robbed me of joy because I had suffering. And pain is real and suffering's a choice. And it's very really important for everyone listening to right now. Pain is real. Heartbreak is real. Heartache is real. You're going to lose people. Yeah. People are going to leave you. Uh, people are going to die. People are going to live. Um, and that's the game of life. It's a gamble all the time. You can never be sure of anything in life but mm. the meanings that you apply. Uh, the meaning to me now, and this is, you know, I've had some conflict with my brother and sister over this meaning, but it's my meaning. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my dad, 
you know, died to create the man I am today, the, the man I'm proud to be today. Without him dying, there's no way I'd be here with you right now. There's no way I would have worked with 30,000 people in 10 countries. There's no way a happiness code would be making a fundamental difference to making the world a better place if he didn't start with that moment of impact when he died. And that's the power of meaning because I could still be a victim for the rest of my mm. life. And still say, you know what, world, you've done nothing for me and you've took everything yeah. I cared about. Yeah, and that's how you, I mean, that's how you started in that, that bad kind of way. But you, anyone takes that shit event they have, mm. it's how they, they choose to view it. Or Even if you force yourself to view it in a positive way, you'd be like, all right, this is the worst thing ever, but how can I find something constructive out of this moment? You, and this, you're a great example of you found not only something little constructive, but how many lives have you touched from? All this stuff? Well, as a professional speaker, around 30,000. And, and that's that taking that pain and making it your purpose. Yeah. And that's taking that sadness and making it your strength. And uh, overall, making your mess your message. Everyone has the ability to... People say, oh, you're so lucky you get to travel the world and work with all these amazing people you and you have an incredible team. But the gut-wrenching obsession to create something out of pain mm. is very hard because yeah. most people misery loves company and for everyone listening right now mm. misery does we love to sit, hang around with other people that are miserable we like to sit in our own pain and we like to blame everyone is naturally a victim because you know we want to put the responsibility on you rather than being resourceful Ross you made me unhappy it's your fault mm. you didn't look after me you didn't make me happy yeah. hence I blame my Sorry. father yeah. <laughs> can you help me bro um, victimized you're right but when we become empowered to take responsibility which the word really means responsible mm-hmm. so responsibility means to be responsible to be able to respond yeah. to what happens and there's a real gift in that yeah, well, you, you, you can choose the filter you put on any event, and although it may be difficult at times and it, it, stuff still may suck, you can force yourself to look at th- stuff through certain viewpoints and finding that that good angle that can have some form of good outcome. Or what's the lesson you've learned from that? Or is there growth within that pain? All that type of stuff, I think, is something I've learned uh, through life that you've got to find the positives because you're going to have shit things happen. Speaking of shit things happening, love. Um, <laughs> How's your love life going? Love and connections. Yeah, What's well, the what is love? Let's go. No, let's go with yeah. What is love? Come definition? here, Robbie. What is love? What's me. that song? Baby, Baby don't, don't hurt me. Had away. away. Don't oh. hurt me. That's right. Yeah, yeah. All no, right, the yep. disc jockeys arrived. <laughs> love. What is love? What's love? Yeah. What's your definition of love? Like, so this is where again, you're not allowed to use the word love or connection in the definition. Miss, most people miss misunderstand and misrepresent what love and happiness actually is. So we all want love and we all want happiness. Uh, love is unconditional. Mm-hmm. And if you think about the real beauty in love, it means that to love another without expectation. And it's the hardest thing to practice because we always, we're designed to receive, which yeah. is, Ross, if I'm going to give you love, I want all these things back. Yeah. And the role of people now is so impossible to play. This is why 54% of uh, people divorce mm. because you have all the, it's your job to make me happy and feel like I'm enough, to make me smile, to make me feel like I'm worthy, to make me feel like I'm a beautiful mum or a beautiful dad. And to make me want to follow my dreams and be passionate. There's so many roles that we have to play in life now. And it's not conditional. Sorry, it is conditional. It's not unconditional. Mm. And connection is really about being seen for being authentic. Mm. Um, Self-expression. To know that this is who I am and it's enough. And I'm freaking massive on this. And I see so many people lose their way. Good swear safe, by the way. Thank you. Thank you so much. (laughs) Um, That stand for something or you fall for anything. And how you do anything is how you do everything. And people always take shortcuts because they want to be connected. But there's such a greater power in being connected to who you are as a person and knowing that's who you, what you stand for, your values, your identity, your rules. But then showing that to Robbie and then Robbie liking me for that. 
Yeah. Not because I want Robbie to see me for someone different. It's like, this is who I am, Robbie. And when you do that, you start to see that the authentic nature of a character, which is a big part of happiness, being authentic, the people that you attract in your life see you for who you are, not who you're trying to be. Yeah, and I, I, see, I think people would try to pretend to be other people because they in, feel inadequate within themselves or something like that. They're putting on a front or whatever it is, um, and I'm sure we've all dealt with it. But perhaps what would you say to somebody who does feel inadequate before they get to that stage where they have to, you know, put on a facade or whatever it is? What can make them feel good about themselves as they are, even if they feel you know, low or small or insignificant or whatever it is they're going through. Yeah, it's a challenge, it's a challenge man. I think that you, if you look at the world today, loneliness and, and misrepresentation of who you are is probably one of the biggest challenges because we just want to fit in. And we look at social media as the place that guides us now. This is yeah. the educator. You know, you remember the old fairy tale or the, the whatever it was, mirror, mirror, <laughs> mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the fairest of them all? Snow, you White. Snow White. Snow White. That'd that just one. Be that really famous. Yeah, that really famous show, yeah. person. <laughs> Snow White. The witch. Yeah, the yeah, witch. Yeah, yeah. Um, mirror, mirror on the wall. This thing now tells us that we're not good enough exactly where we are. It's so we always want to be more. And I think the the robber of joy is trying to be more. Mm. And if you are going through that struggle right now, you know, it all starts with. Honestly, the more self-compassion, self-kindness, self-love that you can generate, the more you will start to see that in the world. Because you don't see the world as it is. We see the world as we are. And is that like an output kind of... Um, uh, yeah, that's the right word. Is that an output or an input? Like, are you working inward first? has to be, man. It's like you can... People look for the external to make them happy. Yeah. It's an internal thing. So, it's a really cool thing. If you think about the inside to the outside or the outside to the inside, like mm -hmm. the greatest bit that makes flavor in a, uh, a dish is the inside of an onion. So, you peel back the layers, right? That little core bit of the onion, you throw in that, that actually intensifies the flavor. Yeah. So, once you peel back the layers of a person, that's where it really is. Because we've built these rules and these, these processes to protect us. And I always say this to people, if you build these walls to keep... All all the bad out. You forget to let the good in because you're spending so much time. I don't want to be heartbroken again. I don't mm. want someone to hurt me or betray me or let me down or leave me feeling like I'm not enough. So we build these walls and say, you know what? Now no one can get in. Mm. But who's trapped? Yeah. Who's really trapped, Ross and, and guys? Or the little you, onions trap, which yeah. is your soul. You can't. Yeah, you the can't get out. <laughs> yeah. So the, on it's the outside so looking in, it's like perception, persona, ego, and then self. So the perce perception is how you see me, Ross. The persona is how I want you to see me. And the ego is this ongoing battle I have with how I, how I need to be. And if you work on the inside out, it'd be like, oh, who, do, who am I? And what do I stand for? So perhaps it's um, being that core little onion. Which is a great metaphor. I'm, I'm right there with I'm it. I'm thinking of Shrek. Like Shrek. I know. Ears. All I could think of was donkey. <laughs> that is Parfait. <laughs> onion Parfait. <laughs> You're like an onion. What? You stink? Yeah. Oh, you do an accent. So okay. Is that? That was a good accent, actually. <laughs> it, was, it was actually pretty good. And in the morning, the, we're the Cassie uh, accent segment is coming up a little <laughs> yeah, bit later. Cassie rips off all countries. <laughs> but if that little onion part of you, if you can be a bit kinder to yourself, perhaps, and, you know, not maybe it's not be as hard on yourself, so give yourself a bit of self-love and compassion when it comes to, I don't know, whatever it is you're dealing with, perhaps you can get through the outer layers a bit easier if you're nicer from the start to yourself yeah kind kindness choosing kindness as a as an antidote and love i always use the word antidote because people talk about illness and, and, and mental illness i say the antidote to these challenges are is really self-kindness and self-love and i know that sounds a bit wishy-washy but i remember the the time of my life when i was like it's over for me right you know i, I was done and i and i built it 
with one real powerful philosophy, which is contribution, which is a human need. I had become so selfish in my life, Ross. Mm. Like I didn't care about anyone but myself because I was so consumed by my own pain that all I saw was darkness. Mm -hmm. And I didn't care who I hurt because I was hurting myself. I didn't care how angry I was because I didn't care about anyone. And I, I was so reckless in my life because if I was to die, I was lucky. Yeah. Because if I was to be so reckless and something terrible would happen to me, I won. Yeah. And the thing that brought me back in terms of possibility and hope was contribution, which is how can I, I've been so selfish for so long, how can I take that and use that to be better in your life? Yeah. Just going back to love quickly. So, talk, any excuse, Robbie? Love, always talking excuse. love. I just want to learn a bit more about love. Any ladies yeah. out there that want to um, call up for Robbie? He's yeah. looking for love in all the wrong places. He'll accept most <laughs> entries. Yeah. You guys yeah. don't? <laughs> Yeah. Standards. Entries. <laughs> Raise your standards, Robbie. Yeah. <laughs> That's really offensive. Um, in regards to love, I love my phone. I love cake. I love right. Ross's top. Thank you. This is Cassie's question. She loves cake. You can ask it, you know. Well, you, you said loving something and making it, before it, it being happy <laughs> is not the same thing. So if I love cake or I love exercise and it makes me happy, is that not just the same thing? Yeah, so it's like a love for pleasure, right? So pl dopamine hit, I love mm. pleasure, which is I love cake. That's not the true meaning of love. Mm. Like it, it's supposed to be such a, a powerful part, which is think about a bridge between where you are and where you want to go. Like that bridge can take you anywhere. The love. narrows. The narrows. <laughs> the narrows bridge will take you anywhere. But love is a bridge between sadness and strength and pain and purpose and mess and mess. Pain. Love is the antidote. But most people misuse it, which is think about how words get just overused in society. Love is one of them. I love mm -hmm. coffee. I love uh, exercise. Mm -hmm. Do you actually love them? It's just the meaning that we use to describe our conscious choice of the feeling that we apply, yeah. not actually what it is. Yeah. Like love's emotion, right? So if you think about emotion, for anyone listening that wonders what's the difference between emotion and a feeling, emotion is energy. So it's in your nervous system, it's biomedical makeup. So this is why in a moment you can feel so excited and also in a moment something really tragic can happen you feel sad. Like if I was going to give you a paycheck right now for $5,000, your body would change. Mm. It's emotion. So growth? Growth. Is that only internal or can it be around you? So, you know, you're a tree in a forest for lack of a better analogy. Yep. Mm. Is it more than just... I'm growing as a person, everyone will just sort of follow me or is that uh, enjoying, is there a need for enjoying seeing other people grow? Yeah. There's two powerful things that create happiness in your life. So the human needs are required. Everyone has a need, uh, a way to fill these needs. There's two things that we should really focus on. Again, what we focus on expands contribution and growth. If you were to spend your life focusing on growth as a person and using that growth to contribute to your friends, to your family, to your community, more importantly, yourself, mm -hmm. you'll start to see your landscape change. And one thing I always say to people, if you change the way you look at something, what you look at changes. But you can only change that by changing your filters, which is growth. Which human need do we most forget? Straight from Cassie. I like she's doing great producing on yeah, the side there. I'm not, I'm not used to like radio. It's different. It's different. <laughs> You can talk, you know. We've given no, you that I just permission. wanted to know, Jules, because, you know, there, there's seven of them. Which one would we most forget? Well, we're most driven by significance and certainty. So we want to be certain that we're significant. You can never be certain of anything. Imagine your whole life trying to be important. Mm. It's a very toxic lifestyle for yourself. The one that we forget the most would be connection. Because mm. I think that we all know that love is something that we, uh, we aim for. We don't probably know how to find it and give it and receive it. Because love really comes about being appreciated, accepted and understood. That's really where love lives. Is that a modern problem, the, the lack of connection? 
Oh, or is that something that's been yeah. around for a long time? Of course, man. We don't spend it. Like, I, I'm big on attention. The greatest thing that you can give someone in life is your attention. Mm. And not your time. Like People say time, but it's now shifted from time to attention because I could spend time with Robbie on my phone. Yeah. Well, that's why presenteeism in work. That's, 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 so absenteeism is being away from work. Presenteeism is being at work but not present. Yeah, yeah gotcha. So you may as well not have been there in the first place. Kind I, think, like I think we should do a, f- a full podcast on social media at one stage oh, as well. Absolutely. On being attentive. Like, like that it, on the whiteboard. And, co- and connection is this, like listening with the intention to understand, not respond. Yeah. That's re- being that's in that moment. In the moment with them, like actually meaningful questions. And I, I think people forget meaning. Even how we apply love, we forget to apply the meaning of love. Love's not a deliverable. Love is an intent, which is the the tonality and what you say and what you mean when you said it, not the word itself. Mm. Yeah. Should uh, we rattle them off again then? So seven human needs, and you got to do them in the same order. After you after you rattle this uh, these off once one last time, maybe like a, an an overarching, you know, uh, takeaway from what that you want the people listening to take away from all this uh, podcast. So number one. Certainty, two, variety, three, significance, four, connection, five, growth. Number six is contribution. Number seven is love. And we will find ways to meet these needs in a good or a bad way. Most people, I say 95% of people, meet these needs in the wrong way, which is they use external factors, which are the people in their lives or the environments they're in, to fill the buckets for them. Mm -hmm. If you can change that one thing to what you do, which is choice and success comes down to one thing in all aspects of your life is the moments of your decision when you decide to take action on these things your life starts to change it's amazing um i think we need to finish off with something how we finish every time and we haven't done that yet so we have to start a tradition perhaps all right, everyone pants off <laughs> what about gratitudes what about what's everyone's gratitude I yeah, think that's, that's really a good one yeah we'll go gratitudes for sure uh cass you kick it off ladies first um i'm grateful for the new new opportunity and the new journey with the crew. The gang. With the crusade with the cohort. The gang. What with kind of gang co- would we have? Just be a smiley face. No, it'd be an H. How would you do an H? Like the Joker. Not anything about like that, that okay. you're doing right now. <laughs> no, I nailed you're it. So For those white. listening, absolutely nailed it. <laughs> yeah, no, you did really well. Uh, you have to do three. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm grateful that you still have your pants on, Robbie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm grateful for uh, that. I, t- I, I, I third that. Yeah, thank you. All right, Steph, th- uh, force it. What was that? She's nodding. What? Okay. No. <laughs> Robbie, what's your grateful? No, you've still got one to go. I've still got one. We're yeah. going to take a while if we all do three. Do you know how to keep three, mate? Take your shoes off. I'm actually grateful for everything that Julian's taught me because I've learned a lot and and he's very wise. So I'm, yeah. I'm still... You know you're already hired. You I'm, still, I'm, I'm still putting into place a lot of the things he's saying, but, you know, it's I'm actually listening here going, yep. Yeah. Even if you just fix one of those human needs, the other the other six fall into place a little bit easier mm. once you know which one you need the yeah. most. So I'm grateful for for uh, his his uh, contribution to my life. Mm. And just quickly on that, I think for to give some context for people listening, sometimes it's so hard to work out what piece you need to put down next. Like think about your life being a jigsaw puzzle. It's so hard because you're so overwhelmed. It's so hard to realize what you need to do. Sometimes that one thing that Cassie just mentioned mm. is the one thing you need to focus on. It's a starting point, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then, as you say, what you focus on expands so you can work your way, uh, pick the one that means the most to you or what you think will mean the most to you to get you into a better place. 100%. And Robbie, I'm going to make an executive decision here. You only get one grateful thing. Oh, okay. Time-wise, we're, we're killing them. So. Radio guys are right. Um, <laughs> I'm grateful for the opportunity that uh, the crew here at ECU have given us. <laughs> They're on their socials. Yeah. 
I hope you're posting about happiness, Kate. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, I, I'm actually present? very grateful because they could be anywhere right now and they're here with yeah, us. Yeah, no, I th- I, we do appreciate that. Thank you. And we've really. If they have lives outside of here. <laughs> Gone on. Which I've heard the, the grad degree here is uh, minimal life outside of things. So thank um, you. I'll just do one as well, again, in the uh, respect for time. Uh, I'm grateful for meeting new people like all of you guys and that connection and just uh, the possibilities and just meeting cool people and opening up to them and from a from a happiness co perspective mate being the partnerships manager thank you for being a part of this seriously it's awesome to have uh not just the obviously the ability to be here through the guys that we're speaking about before but to have yourself in the studio giving your time and giving your talent um (laughs) which is a technical term from radio so (laughs) don't take it personally (laughs) yeah um to to do that means a lot to us no absolutely honored to be here julesy guys and remember Happiness can change your life, even save one. Find your happy at happinessco.org on Facebook and on Instagram.